This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. A few minutes after 7 o'clock. It is Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Boomer and Geo with you on the fan and CBS Sports Network. I sit in 4G. I want to get to one thing. Uh, baseball-wise in a minute, but first, because it's very timely, as G is out. He uh, hopefully is feeling better. Maybe we'll hear from him today. Maybe we won't. Uh, hopefully he got a good night's rest, got everything out of his system. We'll be ready to go tomorrow. Leslie in Norwalk joins us right here on The Fan. What's up, Leslie? Hi, how are you? Good morning. Good morning, Leslie. What's happening? So, I've been watching you guys forever and ever. I sit with my my husband every morning while he gets ready for work. And watch you guys. Anyway, I just wanted to say that I um, I love your show. And there's fingerprints on the back of Dio's computer. And I, I said to my husband this morning, I said, geez, I hope they cleaned everything after you left yesterday. And he goes, oh, yeah, the guy came in and he did it, blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, good. I said, but there's fingerprints on the back of Dio's computer. I don't want Jerry to touch them and get sick. Uh, you know what? I'll spray it right now. Hey, Jerry, you got, I'm so excuse sorry. me. There you go. You, got, you have a, uh, you have a, Al, do you have any napkins or anything in there? <laughs> You're right, Leslie. Yeah, I think Yusef probably missed that. You know what, Leslie? You know, another one, too, is his fingers on the keyboard. Yeah, you want to spray that? Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's disinfect. Throw it over, Al. Will this work, though? Thank you. If I spray it, I'm not going to kill the keyboard? Here you go. Wipe, wipe it down. Well, it's too late now. I mean, Just wipe it down. For an hour and a half. Wipe your fingers down. Oh, Put your whole thing down. Wipe the back know. of the. Uh, we gotta wipe the this back. This is unbelievable. Le- Leslie, thank you. Yeah, but now thank I'm gonna you. be. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm gonna have a pit in my stomach all day thinking that I'm gonna end up in the bathroom. Oh, I was just worried. Thank you for answering the call, and you just made my morning. And I hope. Hopefully, I saved you a little bit. Oh, I hope so. Thank you, Leslie. You have I'll a tell you what, man. Day. Wait till the Big Ten Conference uh, yeah. championships come around and, and eight Rutgers players go down with a. Uh, that's not funny a, for any team that's going to have to deal with that. Yeah, I know there that. Still, you know there are still teams. Not many. It doesn't happen often, but there have been a couple of games in the Big Ten this year that have been postponed because of COVID. Still, yeah, I know. Just get over. So it, it goes already. to well, Jesus. I, God. I, I yes, I understand. It's not because oh, one guy gets it; it's because half the team gets it. Right. To your point, these viruses spread, and if the stomach flu, which we have seen, that does go through teams' locker rooms, if that hits a team at the wrong time, and you're we're two weeks away from it, I don't know how long the stomach flu is going to go around for. Jerry, you but screw up that team, man, that's going to be, a lot of people are going to be ticked off at you. So you bring up an interesting point. So during the COVID year, if you remember, yeah. I was one of very few, if any, 
uh, announcers in that uh, conference to travel. I traveled many times with Rutgers. You know why? Because you're tough. They were very. <laughs> you're <laughs> a were, tough, some bitch, man. Were, I like it, and I like the fact that the work ethic you had to be there. They were very good to have me, and it was great. And not again. There weren't. There were a couple, but not many traveled at all. Everybody uh, with else their is a teams. bunch of wusses. Well, I don't know about that. Snowflake. But I will tell you. Come on. We went to East Lansing. Now. Yes. The COVID, not to go over this again, but the COVID restrictions were pretty severe. Remember, we were getting tested at least once a week from CBS, which was good to, you know, kind of good peace of mind. But then when you would go on the road with Rutgers, I would have to go test the day before the game, before we got on the bus. And then we would get tested when we got to that city. And then you'd get tested again. Ridiculous. I understand. My point is it was like three to four tests for each road game. And I remember in East Lansing in particular, Day of game, going into that building, and before we could go into shoot around, you had to have a rapid test. And I remember the guys looking at me at one point, saying, "Like you know, I, he, I think it was the first road game. Like, oh, he traveled. I'm like, yeah, here I am." And the thought went through my head: if this game got postponed because I was positive, they're gonna leave me here. Like for real, like I would have been left there, and the team probably would have flown back without me. Very uh, interesting times. You know what, Jerry? You are you're the voice of Rutgers, though. That's the thing. I mean, they they appreciate yeah, but, you, and they they appreciate. But your I would work not have been thing. allowed in the arena, or the now, game would have been canceled. If you get half the team sick, then they, that all that all bets are off. Then they exactly. might be very upset with you. And it was very. It, there was a lot of anxiety when you would go take those. I tests. mean, essentially, they could blame me because I kind of started all of it with us anyway. Yeah, we took those photos in the airport going to Miami. You knew about it before anybody else did. I did. You brought the masks and everything. Mm-hmm. So you were right on top of it. One quick one on baseball. This will not take up a lot of your time, but oh. I did read something okay. that I thought was very telling. And I'm going to read you this quote, and then you're going to tell me who the quote's from, and this is why you're going to know that he's coming. He's on his way. All right, you ready for the quote? You ready for the quote? Well, I told you, if I think I know who you're talking about, uh, you know, his Let me read eight- the quote. All right, but I'm just saying, this this player's agent basically has, you know, illuminated... Uh, that he is going to definitely go to free agency. Here's the quote. Okay. There's several layers to this one, and he's earned the right to play the year, explore free agency, and then see where it shakes out. Shohei Otani. His agent. Yeah, I know. Show, I have come to the conclusion, and I have, people have discussed this, and they've talked about the possibility. He's going to be a Met next year, and Bro- he might be a Met this year. For, well, they could trade for him, yes. For Around sure. the All-Star break. And that's what we talked about yesterday, the, because I said yesterday, actually said it a couple weeks ago, I have a friend who's an Angel, uh, Angels fan. And that Angels fan told me that all the Shohei Otani special days yes. are all prior to, supposedly, all prior to the trade deadline. But if you're his agent, is you do, are you doing him a service or a disservice by saying that? I think you're trying to scare the hell out of Artie Moreno, the owner of the Angels, to see if he's going to come up with some sort of mega deal to keep him there. See, all right, that's fair. To me, I read this and I sit there and say, you're putting the pressure squarely on his shoulders now to continue, A, not to get hurt, B, continue to pitch at a high level, and C, not to go in the tank offensively. So how old is he? Is he about? I would say he's 27 or 28. I will check all right, I so the answer we'll, we'll, probably if he has another great year, and you also did see that he was disappointed that he did not get the MVP. Yes, I did, of course. Took my mouse. Yes, I understand all that. I just, uh, to me, when your agent does that, and you know the agent life better than anybody, mm-hmm. I find that intriguing and also very telling that he said what he said and when he said it leading into the season. Something we all kind of knew, well, but to see it in print like that. But you also have to understand there's another player that could be coming here. His name is Manny Machado. 
Manny Machado basically told San Diego that he is opting out of his contract because he has the ability to opt out his contract. And the reason he has to opt out of his contract, according to Manny himself, is because the money is much better now than it was when I signed my original deal with San Diego. Which keeps going up and up and up. Otani, by the way, will be 29 this season. Oh, yes, you got to be careful about that. That, that. That's not a 10-year deal waiting to happen. No, but if you... Hmm. Is it, though? He's going to be 29, 29 this season. So that means the new team would get him at 30. Well, so unless say, you got him this season right when he turns 29. If you got him around the All-Star break. So July birthday? He turns in July. He to July 5th, he turns 29. You get a guy that can pitch, can hit. You can also, which he would not be thrilled with, you could also decide at some point in his career it's going to be one or the other, which would turn down a little bit of his value because, you know, people are talking about he gets paid as both. All right, fair so I'm enough. I'm just trying to think. So let's say you won seven years, $350 million. Yeah, I think that's probably or, about right. Or is somebody going to go higher than that? No, I, I, I would think is if you're making him the highest paid player in the game annually, I think that you're very happy. He's got to be somewhere. AAV's got to be around $50 million. And then you think about a lineup of Otani, Alonzo, Lindor. By the way, you got to pay Alonzo, too. He's going to. I know. I mean, the fact that he talks about it the way he does and the relationship thing, you were with the Bengals Cardinals Jet. The Cardinal thing was a disaster. The Jet relationships, did you know Mr. Hess? Yes, very well, and I and I respected the hell out of him. The we know, and the Bengal World War II veteran, just like my dad. World War II veteran, just like my dad, and always basically had a place for my dad on the practice field, ready to rock and roll with a cigar. And you, I'm sure you appreciated the relationship. Oh my God, I love Mister Hess. I, you know, he made a couple bad decisions while I was there. There's nothing I could do about that. But as a human being and as a person. I, I couldn't have asked for somebody that was more engaged, knew who I was, knew my family history, and uh, certainly showed an, an enormous amount of respect towards my So dad. it means something. So when Steve Cohen yes. comes out the other day and says he believes in relationships and people say that's not the way to go about things, you probably go the other way. I would. Baseball's a little bit different because you know they have the guaranteed contracts and things of that nature. And I was thinking about this the other day. <clears throat> He's already vaulted himself into the best owner in the local area for all the professional teams. And the reason I say that, he's not bombastic like George Steinbrenner was, but he's spending the money like George Steinbrenner will or did. And I, I think that, you know, as a Met fan, listening to what he says and how he says it, man, it's, it's music to my ears because it's his money. He's spending it. He wants us to win. He wants to bring a championship uh, to the franchise and to the fan base. How, as a fan, could you not be just absolutely in love with this owner. And this is a billionaire, by the way. Think about how far you've come. <clears throat> and just in the in the scope of being in that chair doing this show, when you started in 07, what the Mets went through, what you lived through to where they are now. If you had to go through the the ownership of the professional foot uh, or the professional teams here in New York, the tri-state area, you know, you would have to say that Steve Cohen is the number one respected owner by his fan base. I believe, and he's only been in here a very short period of time, but the money he spent, the way that he talks, the things that he says, uh, the way that he treats his players, the way I think that he makes him and his wife accessible to to the fans. Yeah, well, especially with the social media. They're I, out there. Yeah, but he, they're there. he's there in person. This is his thing. Well, he's a fan, and that's I, the beauty of it, which is why the fans love him so much. I, I think, I think Jim Dolan's a fan, too, and he'll spend any amount of money to try to get a championship. But again, I, I just keep saying he has an awkward way about him. That he just can't seem to communicate the way that he wants things done. And then, and then to have this whole latest thing 
about the facial recognition and all this other stuff at the garden. I, I just and you know what's nuts. crazy? Up until about five years ago, you would have say, said the same thing about John Mara. I still, th- I, th- I think the Mara family in general, overall, is highly respected within yes. the NFL community because of what Wellington did in order to get the NFL off the ground and to get it to where we are today. Man, and that man. is sharing revenues amongst 32 teams to make sure that every team has a, a fair opportunity to be able to compete. But prior to the last five years, I think the fan base would have said the same thing. Well, they, but, but they, he answers fans. You know, the one thing I'll say, you know, like he'll write fans letters. He'll he'll talk to fans. He will. He listens to fans. You know, he writes back emails. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is engaged. I don't care what anybody says. It is his baby and he is engaged. Win, win, win. And he's engaged and he is. They're going to they're they're back. You think they're back to figure out the whole quarterback situation and the Giants. And then we'll get figure out the Jip thing. OK, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Coming up on 25 After 7, it is the Boomer and Geo program on the Fan and CBS Sports Network on this beautiful Wednesday morning. Coming up, a social media clip that we will get a couple of takes from Boomer on. Also, real or fake, that's coming up too. <laughs> what could we be talking about? Don't know. You have to wait and find out. Right now, I mean, this guy's got details coming oh, out of his ass. yeah. Yeah. Chris Lepresti on a very, very busy Wednesday morning. Yes, very much so. Hopefully, we'll have time to get everything in. It's brought to you by <laughs> Superbook Sports. You this came is- to yesterday. I was done at 31 looking Super up trying to make up stuff. <laughs> Stretch the time. You don't have to make up Gio stuff. Gio was Just half do what you dead. Know. Yeah, oh, do, do what you have to do, and then you won't take it from For there. For sure, but Gio was on his deathbed yesterday, so I was trying to... Stretch. I looked in the folder. It looked like you had quite a bit of clips in there for you yeah, yesterday. You know, and we went through More them More so than today. Correct. But, you know, we'll, we'll stretch it out. Visit Superbook.com. Also brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. So we heard from Aaron Boone on the Yankees outfield situation last hour, possibly looking at uh, Giancarlo Stanton getting some time in right and Aaron Judge in left, depending upon which ballpark they're in. Well, here's Stanton, who does have the desire to play defense in general, 
uh, he was last year until things went south. Obviously, a uh, road bump with the the injury there, but um, you know, you gotta gotta build up to a similar game plan and um, you know, see see what we can accomplish. Uh, road bump. You can sit on my face. <laughs> that'll that'll never get old. Nope. Ever. Even after she gets married coming up uh, later this year. Oh, is she really? Yes, yes. Uh, you can sit on my face. On brand, got engaged at a Yankee game, by the way. Oh, good for uh, her. That is tremendous. Anyway, uh, he did miss a good chunk of the second half. Stanton, that is. After Remember, he, he homered in the... Did he win the MVP of the All-Star game? I forget now. I remember he homered, and then all of a sudden he couldn't play for weeks, and he was on the IL for the... No, no one remembers. I don't remember. Uh, he's looking to have a big year, help the team get over the top. I need to get it done, um, but at the same time, we need to get it done. So uh, I think it's a it's a goal for everybody. Yeah, been a while here since we won a championship. As the years go on, the, the pressure gets higher to get one. So what, whether that's for me personally or the fans or how far away we are from 2009, you know, it's, it all it all comes hand in hand. What is this? Is fourth fifty? How long is he here now? Uh, I want to say five years. Eighteen. I is that possible? Yeah, I think he's played five years for them already. You're you're going to tell me this is year yeah, six for him? They brought him in after the 17 ALCS. It was that winter. They tried. I think right. 18 was his wow. first season. Hey, remember how everybody was so happy to have him? Well, sure. I mean, you... Everybody, Listen, everybody, it's not everybody, like everybody. he hasn't had some good years. I, say, I never said that. No, but he's... Remember, no, because everyone, down. like myself, thought that they created the Bash Brothers and that they were going to just yeah. kill everybody. Now, and nine, they've been really good. They just haven't won at all. 19 was a lost year, and the COVID year, he didn't play much, but... In 18, 21, and 22, 38 and 100, 35, 97, 31, 78. I get it. It's not 59 and 132 that he had with the Marlins. But, you know. But that's what. He's hitting the postseason more I, recently as well. I do think, to Boomer's point, I think that's what people were envisioning. You're going to get 50 home runs from Judge. You're going to get 50 home runs from Stanton. Good luck yeah. stopping this freight train. He, and it, you know, he's going to bat. Good. He's, he's going to bat 211 now. Well, that's the game, now, unfortunately. Well, that was the game. Now, without this shifting yeah, and all this we'll other see. crap going on now, and hmm. you know, all these new rules that are coming into baseball, I got, I got to believe. I got to believe that averages have got to be going up. Why? Because the shift is not going to be taking yeah, place anymore. The, the game, I don't, you know. And I people know that say that I don't know. I don't know. It's going to go back to what it was, but it. I, it can, I don't think it's going to hurt. Let's put it that way. Right. But you can still shift. You know what? I you can, can still put your shortstop over the second base bag. It's yeah, not, but not I, the way they were. You're, yes, correct. You can't put the but guy like the three four hole things. with the lefties. The guy in short right field. You know. If I told you you had a team, right about that. you had a team filled with Jeff McNeils. Could you win with that team? To find that would be interesting. Yeah, you're talking about no. a bunch of guys hitting for average, moving runners along, playing the game. The I think you could. I'll tell you where played. you would win. I'll tell you where you would win is if you made it to the postseason. Instead of the home run strikeout. Yeah. I mean, why have the Yankees not won in the postseason in a lot of reasons? Correct. Right? Get the key but, hits. but the teams that win, they do hit home they, runs. They do it better. But they they do every day. But they I get could, hot. But I could make the case if you have nine guys in the lineup like that, not everyone's going contact. Well, like the Yankees played a team like that in Cleveland, and round now Cleveland almost beat them. But ultimately, the Yankees won the series. Yeah. That was what the Guardians were all about last year. I'm going to answer his question with a yes. You could win with that. Yeah, I was I thinking think like you, you know Al's a contact hitter. I was 100 percent a contact. Yeah, hitter. I think so too. I, I think, think I both hit like two home runs in my life at all levels over a fence. Yeah, when you learned how to play baseball, you were smart. You knew how to, you know, get on base, score runs, and you know, play defense. I mean, those things still mean something. Yeah, and I would, I would say that with these new rules, oof. So, I mean, these batting averages have got to go up. 
Speaking of the new rules, I need you guys to help me understand this a little bit better. So, obviously, we've got the changes coming this year, and we're going to start to see them in play this weekend with the exhibition games beginning. Mets and Yankees on Saturday, so the pitch timer being one of them. So, I understand all that there's various components of it as far as in-game with the pitchers and the time. Let's just put it this way. 15 seconds with the bases empty. Right. 20 seconds with runners on. Yes. That's your pitch clock. Other stuff as well, but... Uh, Buck Showalter had another observation about uh, that aspect of the rule changes. There's another part of this of coming out of the bullpen, knowing how much time and how quick you have to get to the to the mound. You know, I think you may see some of the golf cart stuff come back. That's fine. I know it's important that you get from the warning track to the mound quickly. So what am I missing? They're I didn't know there was a rule for yeah, that. Yeah, see, that's why I was curious. That I didn't know. I mean, I know, obviously, the pitch clock once, once you get the into starts, the batter. But they're going to put a clock on the relievers that coming in. Here's the most interesting thing to me in terms of these rules. There's two of them, really. One is the pickoff attempts to first base, which most likely it could be any base, but most likely it's first base. So if a pitcher throws over there twice during an at bat, that's it. That's all he can. That's all he can do. Right. If he does it again, it's a balk. He does it again, it's a balk. And now, if you are the first base runner and you have now had the ball thrown over twice, what's going to stop you from taking a you know a exactly. you know, a ten yard lead? Yeah. I guess the catcher could still throw you out. Yeah, but if you get a huge, I mean, I guess, but like if they can't get a huge lead, you're but gonna, if they can't throw over or step off, you could take as big a lead as you want and walk to second base. Right. So the other thing too is that the minor league in the minor leagues when they had this rule instituted, that it looked like there was a 26 percent increase in stolen bases. Yeah, sure. So it's all to help speed up the game and also create more offense. Yep. Not just pickoffs, also step offs in any given at bat counts as well. They get two disengagements, is yes. what they're calling it. Right. Better be selective with them. Yeah. That, well, that's, that becomes I the don't new love part that. of the strategy. To be quite honest, I don't love that rule. I like the pitch clock a lot. Yeah. I don't love this rule. The other one is that now with the bigger bases. The pizza boxes, as Alex Cora Right. So here's the thing. <clears throat> Three inches shorter. From going from, from home the be- first or, or any second. Between yeah, one right. base to the other. Three inches shorter. Al. You're three, three inches, inches shorter, shorter Al. Am I three inches shorter? No, I'm just That's saying. That's the question. That how, how do you think three inches shorter is going to impact the, uh, the game of baseball? Minimally. Why is that? <laughs> how many bang-bang plays are there at first base, right. Al? A lot of bang-bangs. <laughs> so three inches and three big. inches shorter. There are not so many bang-bangs? But the base is three inches larger. That's so what we're, yeah, yes, so that's that's what we're saying. It's shorter to get to the base. It lessens the space. So if you the extend three inches longer... F- from first base towards second, and then from second towards first, that's a six-inch difference right there. No, you're talking about six inches. <laughs> Unless I'm doing the math incorrectly. Right? If they uh, I was just asking three Alfie, inches on either side. I believe so. You six, know how that's total. going to impact but the game of baseball. I thought now. the inches were uh, not from, fir- uh, from home plate to first base, it's but... First to second, second to third. Is three inches shorter? Well, from home to first, it would be three inches. And from first to second, second to third, it would be six. Just listen to me. The bases were 15 inches square. Now, they are 18 inches square. Actually, wait, I'm wrong, though. Because if it's three inches total, it would be an inch and a half on either side, right? There you go. No, no, because the... uh, You know what? Who cares? I would just... (laughs) By the way, the distance reduced by three inches from home to first. All right? Mm -hmm. So distance reduced by three inches from home to first and home to third. Reduced by four and a half inches. See? So I was right. Inch and a half on the side. First to second and second to third. 
So I would just how, like to point out. How is that? How are those inches going to impact the game, Al? Minimal impact. No, there's going to be an impact. <laughs> I, can I just point out that you refuse to talk about John Carlos yeah. Stanton, but you want to talk about base inches? Yep. Well, I think it's going to definitely have an impact of the game. He, likes no, he said minimal impact. Yeah. Al said minimal impact. I don't care what Al He's the sports guy on the staff. <laughs> why are we asking Minimal him? impact. Well, so he's got a small package. <laughs> <laughs> That's not why you asked him. You I, know, I think it was why. why oh, it could him. be. Yes. You're on like the border of uh, uh, two inches or six inches. <laughs> and I think I'm down near, near, near the one or two inch line. Oh, so to be clear, you're about yeah. two inches and I'm six inches. Correct. Sounds good to me. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that for your girlfriend, but you know. Unfortunately, Jerry. <laughs> things happen. Mm-hmm. Well, that was, a very that was an discussion. extended pull by Eddie there. <laughs> Jesus. I actually went through oh, Eddie's drops the other day just uh-huh. because I have an idea for something coming up in a few weeks. I don't know how the hell he gets to anything. I know. And I know it's his system. Brilliant. I totally understand it. It is so convoluted and so confusing. God bless him. It's the same way he pulled out that Friday night CBS TV lineup for you guys yesterday. I was just like a snap of a finger on the warm-up show. And you guys were doing your Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, thing. but that's him. That's yeah, but his think about mind. How long I'm talking ago about that is. This is his mind. Yeah, but that it's connected to his mind. Files. It's why you can yeah, anyone suppose. has access to it, but they don't know what to do with it. That very true. You gave him a new one. Although Zoot does yeah. try. You could try, but what did I give him? I at gave him a new one. The war of show, yeah. When? Yesterday. Why? Oh, that's great. I hope he clipped it. Right, yes. That one. <laughs> Eddie, I love you. That wasn't it. Was that it? Oh, that was it. Oh. <laughs> that was it, all right. My bad. Right there. Yes. <laughs> right there. <yes. laughs> I heard that live uh, and I was like, oh, yep, that's a new one. It was amazing. I have no recollection of that it was whatsoever. Right, the best part is it was so clean and it was right at the end. It was like right before you, the warm up show ended. You guys were talking what about. What was Al saying? You guys were talking about colonoscopies and the. Oh, yeah. COVID, oh, COVID boosters. Co- or that, COVID yeah. COVID boosters. boosters. Well, yes, we were, but we were talking about colonoscopy prep. I'm going to Princeton Longevity Center today, which nice. I'm very excited about. Nothing's wrong with me. I just wanted to go. And Al has looked into the virtual colonoscopy, and he was curious about what the prep is like. If it's virtual, you got to go through the same thing, which he found out you do. And then he was talking about suppositories. Is that, that, is that, that suppositories the box that you got to send in? No, no, no. The virtual colonoscopy is they don't put a really long pole up there. <laughs> It's just like a small thing that shoots air in there, and then they take an image of it. But still still the same prep. (laughs) So the prep work is still the same. And very important to do. Uh, The poop in a box boomer really should be for somebody who is not at high risk. What are we doing? Right. Because if you're at high risk, unfortunately, I'm in the high risk area, so I can't poop in a box much as I want to. (laughs) Because I really won't tell them anything. I've got my poop in a box. <laughs> I didn't notice if the camera was on as he was saying the really long. Did you see that? He did that, that really long. Right, what do you think? It's a fishing rod? <laughs> you, know, you know what? You know it's what? longer than you think. Have you ever got to look at what goes into a colonoscopy? Uh, well, I did wake up during one once, but I did not look down there. To oh, it's like a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Jesus, God. 
All right. Let's Continue. talk uh, Darren Ruff, shall we? He was a disaster. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> he acquired him at the deadline. Didn't hit really at all, which Speaking is what he was a box. Wrong to do. <laughs> so it turns out he's got arthritis in his wrist, which is already bothering him in camp. So he got a arthritis? arthritis in his wrist. Yeah. You said arthritis. Did I? Arthritis. Uh, who's he? <laughs> King arthritis. Yeah. Arthritis. Got uh, it. Yeah. So he's got the cortisone shot, which uh, quickly led to the media asking if that contributed to his struggles last year. He didn't uh, quite use that as an out. I think performance stems from, you know, being comfortable, being in the rhythm. And, I, you know, I, I think whenever a midseason trade happens, it, it affects people differently. And I think my performance suffered from that. So it made it sound more like he never quite got comfortable with his new surroundings, new team, everything that went Thank in. Thank you. Fans that. loved him, though. Oh, yeah. That seems odd to me, but okay. Fans loved him? Darren Ruff? Uh, no, who am I thinking of? I Not Darren Ruff. I'm Vogelback. thinking of Vogelback. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Wrong guy. Ruff was a disaster. My God, my that was bad. the tandem. You were on the other yes, side of the tandem. You're right. You're yes. right. I was thinking of Vogelback. Did you see uh, the Jacob deGrom picture day story? Yes. Okay. Did Boomer, you're up on this? Uh, no, I'm not. So did the you Rangers, do a sports on this? This would have been perfect. The no, Rangers did, did this, They, you know, like first day of school, you get the chalkboard, you answer your favorite color, you know, what do you love most, that whole thing. So on the bottom right, I guess it was, they had childhood hero. So they got the picture of DeGrom, he's smiling, he's in uniform, the hat, he's got all his answers. Under childhood hero, he wrote, none. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because even if it was none, you would think maybe you'd put your father down or something like yeah, that. anything. Other yeah. Than none. It's a weird deal. Yeah. He seems like a strange, strange dude. Yeah, he yeah. seems odd. Yeah. I remember meeting Cindergard uh, the day you were out, me and G went over there, and he was a strange guy. Yeah. And then one of the guys over there was like, oh, you haven't met DeGrom yet. He's out there. Nice guy. Nice guy. And then there was Harvey. He's out. Well, I was a <laughs> nice guy. Yeah. Weird guy. Nice Weird. Guy. I mean, we all are, but <laughs> yes. Very Just think so. about that trio, though, what we've come to learn about them. Well, I, that's funny. Uh, one of the warm-up shows, we were talking about that a few weeks ago when we were getting set for, like, pitchers and catchers reporting. I remember thinking, I think it was, maybe it was DeGrom, whoever it was in the All-Star game. Remember Joe Buck? Had that we had the Met pitcher had that one two three inning and they were like you know this is the beginning of what's going to be amazing. I think it was DeGrom. He was completely dominant. I yeah. remember that inning in the All Star. Yeah, talking about the Met one mile yeah. an hour yeah. and how young they were down. and man they are set up for the future and it's been nothing. Yeah, not so much. They're all gone. Basically, right? They're all gone. Matz is gone. Syndergaard's gone. Yeah, Harvey's retired. Right. And now DeGrom's got, gone. And now we got relics. Wheeler. Wheeler's Wheeler, gone. Well, yeah, Wheeler wouldn't pitching, have been gone if Steve well. Cohen took over sooner. That's, That's the right. shame of Wheeler. Yeah. Wheeler would still be here. Yep. Instead, but. they face him uh, as a divisional opponent. Yes. A couple of NFL notes here. So Brock Purdy was supposed to undergo uh, his elbow surgery today. It's been postponed. He has ongoing inflammation in there. Wow. So Jeez. he's going to meet with the doctor I mean, again in early March. This is the guy that Al and G thought yeah. pushed out of the uh, the football <laughs> game, basically. Yeah. Correct? Right. That's correct. The guy's got inflammation a month later still in his arm. That is brutal. Would have like to have seen an effort. <laughs> it was a bad game, and unfortunately, he couldn't throw. But now you see why. Uh, a little further, that's terrible. Uh, he had a detail. torn UCL. I'm yeah, with I mean, you. God, Don't look at me. Jesus. Look at him. Don't look at me. I mean, I could tell the moment he went to the sideline and picked up a ball and threw it, and I was like, "There's no way." And then that kid still went back in the game. He did, and even did try throwing a couple. Of he times. tried, and you know, you guys questioning his toughness. Yeah. I should have slapped you around that day. I'd love to know what's going on in there right now. Al, how's this sound to you? Uh, the 49ers are hopeful that the injury requires only a repair and not a hybrid surgery, 
that would uh, involve reconstruction. The plan as it stands <laughs> involves screws and sutures to stabilize the ligament. Yeah. What a wuss, Isle. Mm. <laughs> it's called uh, part of, like, my hearing's not going to be great because I have, wear headphones all, all the time. Sometimes things take its toll. Are they going to put screws in your ears? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think that's one of the solutions. Right. <laughs> Get lost. Be a competitor, you loser. <laughs> you know, Gio was telling us uh, about that show on Netflix, Severance. Yeah. So, I, you know, I started watching it last night. He, he was right. It is good. It is really good. And the reason is Apple TV, no? It's Apple TV, right. All right. That's, I'm sorry. It's Apple TV. And basically what they do is they put a little chip in your brain. So when you go to work, you forget who you are outside of work. And then when you go outside of work, you know what? where you work, but you're not really sure what you do when you work there. Uh, okay. That's Severance? That sounds yeah. terrible. That's the, uh, it's a Ben Stiller yes. production, he right? directed. No, he's directing Direct- it. This yeah. is a serious show. This isn't a comedy. No, no. It's like a dark. It's like a dark. Yes. Yeah. Thriller kind of Science thing. Science fiction. Yeah. yeah. But it's good. It's, uh, ben Stiller did a hell of a job with it, man. Wow. Really a hell of a job. He's, uh, he's deep. More so than just comedy. That I guess so. Story. Yeah. You've been following this Michael Irvin star- yes. story at all? Like, I, I saw know the story this morning about the Marriott now maybe. They're refusing to let Irvin's, you know, representatives see the video. Right, which makes no sense. And even beyond that, let me find the point here. Essentially, they'll, they'll, they'll end up getting it. Right, but they're delaying it. All right, so here, you know, here's the interesting thing about all of this. As I understand this, the, the woman that has made accusations against Michael Irvin is an employee of Marriott. Of Marriott. Ah, okay. That makes and a little more that sense. That employee then. went and complained to her boss. Mm-hmm. Like she was, mm-hmm. like she should do, and then the boss basically contacted the NFL Network, and then that's when the NFL Network decided to suspend him. ESPN has suspended him, and I know he's fighting for his career and everything yeah. else like that. They'll ultimately get the video. They'll, they'll have get, the, to get video, the video, but do you think they'll have audio? I don't. I don't know. But it's all I can tell you is that is it was an employee, okay, on the so job protecting the employee. who was complaining to, I believe, her. Superior, gotcha. that she felt that she was, you know, sure. verbally assaulted, not physically. Yeah, well, these are tough cases. If you don't have the audio and all you got is video, and the video looks right. like nothing other than a verbal exchange, I mean, that is he said, she said to the nth degree. Well, I'm curious about the video because it seems to be but, a point of contention. But the other they, thing too is, you know, Michael may have hurt himself a little bit because he went on a radio station the next day to try to, you know, basically say what happened. And he said, "Well, you know, I did have a few drinks, and you know, uh, I may not, I may, I don't remember talking to her." And then they and said, "There's like, video you know, of it." And Michael's had a, a drug problem. I know yeah. that. I know that. And I'm like, so if you're his, if you're his employer, and this is what's happening, I mean, what what do you do? Right. I mean, like, you'd like to stand behind the guy, but it's not like he has his past is not great, right? I know it's not clear. I should say. So, state court judge had already ordered the video be provided, and then they took it to the federal, federal courts. Court, yeah, um, and also the Marriott did. Yes. Or actually, I'm not sure. No, Marriott, Marriott did. I think it was the Marriott. That oh, Marriott. Because right, 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 the state court ordered it. Right, exactly. Right. Yes. Um, and there are eyewitnesses, I guess, I guess, that say essentially nothing happened. So, remains to be seen. So, but we'll if you're Marriott that. and you have an employee that's complaining to her superior, what do you do if you're Marriott? You have to take your yeah. employee's side. You Absolutely. have to protect your employees. For sure. And that's what Marriott's in a very difficult spot because, you know, they're being made to look like the bad guys here when in actuality, it's one of their employees that said something to one of her superiors yeah. that ultimately made Marriott react. And I would like to think that if anybody 
was an employee that you'd want your company to be backing you. Tough yes. spots for both the NFL Network and for the Marriott, for sure. Because yeah, neither really knows what Garvin. happened. Exactly. Well, that's what I mean. But exactly. if Mike Garvin's going to go on, but if he's going to go on radio the next day and say, look, I had a couple drinks, I don't remember it. He didn't help his cause. That right. doesn't help. You're right. Doesn't mean he said anything, but it also doesn't make him look great either. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, 877-337-6666. Boomer and Geo program on this Wednesday. Calls in one second. I have the email in with the request for Mr. Jacques Vaughn. Okay. I don't think that's going to happen. But I did not. as we discussed. I mean, I really don't really care for guests that much anymore. I mean, it's I just, just asked you and you said yes. I, I know, but because I like Jacques Vaughn. And I'm out of all the all the shenanigans that went on there with your team over there. We the just net, had this that conversation. Guy, I know we did, but that guy, he stood tall amongst all of it. Yes. And I said, what do you think if... I said, first of all, doubt Phil he'll come on. I said, but what would you say if I could I, get I him told in you, line? I, and you said, that would be interesting well, with all the crap he just dealt with. I put but the email request really, in and now it's, I don't want to guess. Hey, is he really going to answer, like, you know, was Kyrie Irving going to practice? Was Kyrie Irving running his own practices? You know, did James Harden and Kyrie Irving like each other? I, mean, I don't really know. All I but really here's what I do know. know. If I don't you don't know ask him, you're never going to find out. I, I really don't want to know anything about their team right now because they're not that interesting. Aaron Harris, if you're listening, cancel the request. Done. Got it. Gary in Queens. Good morning, Gary. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing today? Good. How are you? Good. So, Boomer was talking about the bases before, and I don't think he realized that um, the defense actually had the advantage on the bang-bang plays the first base. Well, because they benefit from the size of the base as well. Right. The throw is now uh, three inches shorter, and since the ball goes 70 miles an hour and the runner goes 25 to 30, it's, uh, the ball is going to get there quicker. Say Jerry? No. Wait, follow that again. Wait, what? <laughs> the base is bigger, right? So it's also closer now to the fielders. So they're three inches in each direction. So when the oh, I see. Yeah, so yeah, the yeah, first yeah, base, yeah, yeah. so the first baseman is actually closer I to the shortstop. Yes. So the bang bang play helps them, but it's also going to help them in terms. No, it's going to help the runner when they're stealing, but the fielder. On the routine plays, essentially, is what you're saying. Well, we'll have to wait and see, right? I mean, all of these things, I believe, are for offense. Right. Well, I would think so. 
But that, speed up the game and for offense. Yeah, speed up the game for sure. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Pace but everybody, play. Well, look at all the NFL rule changes that they've had over the last 10 years. It, they almost all benefit the offense. Yeah. And it's all about scoring. It's all about the quarterbacks. It's all about the wide receivers now. You know what I mean? Like, if you're a defensive player, you know. It's hard to be a defensive it's player. It's hard to be a defensive player because they can't play the way that they used to play you, or the way that they would like to play. So things go in cycles. Do you ever think at some point the NFL will become a more defensive game? Or do you think where we are now, it's only going to get worse and worse for the defense, better for the offense? All the rules basically benefit the, the offense. And when you have a top-tier quarterback, that that quarterback's going to have the ability to exploit the defensive rules, or the rules the way that they're written now. Understood. Here's uh, Gene in Astoria. What's up, Gene? How are you? Hey, nice to talk to you guys. You What's too. happening, Gene? The pickoff plays, you're allowed two throws over, but you can throw over a third time, and you have to pick the runner off. If you don't pick him off on the third throw, then he's awarded the base. For sure. I mean, I guess that I guess that helps in that you can't just take off, but you also can't throw over, and you can still allow that additional step lead, which does help you get to the bag quicker. Now, let me ask you a question. Now, pitchers get two disengagements, which would mean a pickoff attempt or a step off per batter. And if you do more than two, and you're telling me that you can do more than two, but if you don't pick the guy off, then he's going to give. Then he's going to be awarded the base. Is that what you're saying? Correct. That's so what happens, some of these guys, I went to a couple of minor league games. These guys, after the two pickoff throws, get a little antsy. They figure they're not going to get another throw, and they take a little more of a lead, and a guy with a good pickoff move bangs them out. And if not, they go to second base. I mean, I get it. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, I don't I, care I, for this rule at all. I don't. I, the shift, I, I do like the shift restriction. I do like the pitch clock. This one, to me, eh. I don't. I don't really see the need for it. So all you know, the shift restrictions are just basically all four infielders must have both feet within the infield when the pitcher is on the rubber, and then two infielders must be positioned on either side of second base when the pitch is released. You know, what might have the biggest impact of all of these things is they're supposed to be stricter with the box. Remember last year, and there was one Met game where there was one pitcher. I think he was on that. I don't remember. I think he was on the Nat- the Marlins. I think it was the Marlins. And he was called for three balks in one inning. And the the umpires were really by the book on this. And supposedly we're going to see more of that this year, that they want an emphasis on the balk. That could have all, all this nonsense we're talking about. That could have the biggest impact of anything, Yeah. Um. you know, in terms of the way the game looks. That having been said, this game now, if I don't think you're going to be able to complain that we're sitting there way too long and that we're bored by baseball because right. it is going to move. And for those shift restrictions, it did increase the batting average and decreased strikeouts in the minors while giving players more opportunity to show off their athleticism. Now, why would that decrease? Strikeouts. The batting average I get. How would that decrease strikeouts? That's interesting because uh, the whole swing, which is different than when you played, obviously, is all about the swing path and all of that. Here's one more before the break. Dan and Mount Olive. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, guys. Hey, boom. I think you're uh, you're uh, you're you're not accurate with the base path. Uh, three inches being shorter with the bigger bags. The, well, the front edge of the bag is still the same length. The what? No, it's not. Yeah, what, what's the what's the the distance between home and first? We weren't talking about home first. We were talking about first to second, second to third. All right, first to second, second to third. It's all relative. It's all the same length. They they shift the bag. 
So the front edge of the bag is at the same distance. Now, now everything I read, that's not true, actually. The distance is reduced by three inches. Right. From, from home to first and from third to home. And it's reduced by four and a half inches from first to second and second to third. No, that's the biggest impact of the two middle bags. Exactly. Yeah. So On the other side, I want to get Boomer's take on something I saw on social media, which to me is, it's, um, I, don't, I don't want to call it disgusting, but it's disturbing. I would say that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 